We've been talking about it all morning long, and it's really impacting Denver, of course, Colorado Springs, but really nationwide. The uh, issues now with all these delays, backlogs, really putting Southwest under the microscope. ABC's Jim Ryan joining us now with more on uh, some of the pressure and scrutiny that's being placed on an airline that so far has had pretty high marks uh, pretty, pretty much across the board. Well, yes, it uh, had high customer satisfaction. Early on, it had uh, uh, deep satisfaction uh, among employees. They loved their CEO, Herb Kelleher, and they, they sort of liked their, their next guy as well, Ke- Kelly, who came in after that. Um, but, yeah, it, it sort of lost some of its luster over the last few years, and certainly this doesn't help. I, I tried to book a hypothetical flight from Dallas Love Field to Colorado Springs, COS. There are normally three nonstops, plus a lot of, um, you know, change plane flights uh, uh, every day between those two points. Not today. Uh, Unavailable, it shows. Unavailable. Every flight is unavailable. Look to tomorrow, same story. Friday, same story. It's uh, the airline is doing sort of a total reset. They're throwing out the old schedule, scrapping flights, telling customers not to book on flights so that it can rebuild a new schedule from scratch in hopes of getting through this perhaps uh, early next week. But it's going to take that long for this whole mess to unwind, Andrew. And and much of it is, it, well, I mean, it's hard to uh, figure out what exactly is causing all this mess. But a lot of it is that they don't have what is the traditional airline sort of yeah. playbook. They don't operate from a hub-and-spoke sort of uh, uh, a flight plan. Right. If I wanted to get through, if I flew Delta, for example, to Colorado Springs, I, I guess Delta flies there, it would be a matter of flying first to Denver and then out to Colorado Springs or Salt Lake to Colorado Springs if Delta serves Colorado Springs. Um, but so so that's the how the, the hub and spoke works, the hub being Denver, the spoke being Colorado Springs. Uh, the, you know, the old joke about flying Delta Airlines and all roads lead to Atlanta because that was the big hub out on the East mm-hmm. Coast, their home base. Uh, Southwest flies a more point-to-point sort of system. So if I fly from Dallas Love Field to Colorado Springs, great, no problem. Then that flight flies on over to Salt Lake City and then up to Seattle. But if that initial flight from Dallas to Colorado Springs is disrupted, then the one from Colorado Springs to Denver gets disrupted. And then the one from Denver to, to Seattle. Uh, you can see how the dominoes kind of fall one by one until there's just a total meltdown. That's kind of what has happened in this case, uh, uh, the product of uh, rising customer demand, customer demand the, the crush of holiday travelers, then this horrific bad weather that moved across the country. It threw the whole thing into turmoil. And Jim, we know that the uh, Department of Transportation now also looking into this. So what could be done uh, in the future to make sure something like this doesn't happen again that has such a national ripple effect? Yeah, I suspect that the Department of Transportation is going to look at it. There may be fines issued to uh, Southwest Airlines. The, 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 uh, besides this point-to-point system, they also have an antiquated computer system that's used for scheduling crews. So while Southwest has hired something like 12,000 people in the last year, getting those crews, two pilots and three or four flight attendants onto each aircraft in each city that's supposed to be served is handled by an old computer. And when it fails, then that process is done by hand. That's what they've been doing at the headquarters in Dallas for uh, the last few days. So it's it's just one problem after another at uh, Southwest. 
And another problem that compounds it is that they don't really um, do much cooperation with other airlines. They don't rebook passengers. Like I've I've been bumped or been late or something on on one flight, but uh, I was able to be accommodated, and this was not a Southwest airline trip, I was able to be accommodated on another airline. They were very helpful that way. And yep. it, But Southwest doesn't do that with other airlines. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have the, the same sort of arrangements or partnerships or uh, you know, co-chairing uh, situations, this One World Alliance, for example, that American has with other carriers. Um, you know, that's why if you fly uh, from one point to another on, under an American Airlines flight, technically it might be on a different carrier, different subcarrier or partner of that airline. Southwest doesn't have that kind of arrangement. So that's made things even tougher for the, the carrier. What do you think it's going to make to uh, or take to make these customers whole? Uh, refunds. So if, by the way, if you're stuck somewhere and you have to stay in a hotel or rent a car, or, you know, you're going to eat, uh, then hold on to those receipts because Southwest is going to have to uh, pay, pay refunds. It's agreed to pay to reimburse people for those expenses related to being stuck someplace. Not only will it reimburse something like 2 million passengers for canceled flights, 2 million. It's going to have to give that money back for the tickets. But then on top of that is there are these expenses for people who are stuck someplace. So that's mm. that's going to help. But I think the reputation of Southwest, take, you know, repairing that reputation is going to take some time. Right. All right. Well, Jim Ryan, uh, story is still developing, and it's not over yep. yet for all those uh, troubled travelers. Thank you for that update. Thanks, Jim.